Ahoy! Welcome to episode 10 of Bottom of the Stream. Double figures. Double figures. We made it to double figures. Who'd have thought it? I was always confident. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose I was. Well, we've done it anyway, whether we were confident in it or not. How do we how do we start these things normally? Uh, you Sometimes you do the socials. Let's do the socials. That's a good idea. Uh, Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter, please do. It's at BOTS underscore podcast. Instagram is the same, at BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook is facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and the website is bottom of the stream dot podbean dot com. We mostly update on Twitter and Instagram, I think. Facebook we do as well, but Twitter and Instagram, Instagram especially, I think that's that's what the kids are doing these days. Yeah, but you Seems can get more engagement on Insta. You can talk to us on any of those and yeah, we will respond. We will respond. We are quite friendly guys. It's what we do. I've got a really boring job, so I'll just <laughs> respond when I'm bored. Good. Um, absolutely. So, shall we start talking about this week's film? Let's do it. What are we talking about this week? We are going for a documentary. A documentary. Who'd have funk it? Uh, so let's yeah we'll see what happens this yeah definitely maybe may slightly different to the previous episodes i do like documentaries i do watch a few but i don't think i've ever reviewed one before or talked about one in depth before so, so it's gonna be fun yeah so what we've got is a film called the dawn wall yes from 2018 yeah and it's a free climbing documentary it's i'd never even really i'd heard of free climbing i had no idea before this what it is and now i do uh, so the basic premise yeah is we've got a guy called Tommy Coldwell. Yes. And he wants to climb the Dawn Wall, which is a section of El Capitan. In Yosemite National Park in America. And he's sort of invented, devised, mapped out, whatever you want to say, this route up the most difficult part of the mountain. You look at this mountain. it's just a sheer wall of rock. Yeah, it's just this... When you first look at it, when you first see it in the film, it's just like a blank canvas of rock there's nothing there it's it staggered me that he was even thinking about climbing it yeah so it's called the dawn wall because it's the first part of the park and of the mountain that gets sunlight on yeah as as it rises in the morning looks pretty special in the mornings when it's all lit up by the sun so first thing to say easy win you'd expect it this film looks amazing yeah it's beautiful from start to finish it is it is beautiful there's a Lots of nice aerial shots of uh, El Capitan and Yosemite and the Dawn Wall itself. Drone shots, helicopter lots shots. Lots of drones, lots of helicopters. Time lapse of stars passing yeah. overhead. And I'd love to go to Yosemite. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. Any Anything in that kind of area would be nice. But there's a bit more to this film <laughs> than I anticipated. But, yeah. Again, going in with, uh, we talked about going in with certain preconceptions. And I thought, well, this 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 should be quite interesting. It's just really difficult to yeah, climb like, things like this. But yeah, all it's going to be about is these two. Not all it's going to be about, but it's going to be these two guys. That's what I was expecting. Trying to conquer this two mountain. guys trying to conquer a mountain that's never been climbed before. Um, but it turns out there's a load more. <laughs> yeah, strange Tommy's, things going Tommy's on. Tommy's story is mental. Yeah, that that if we've not done your one word review, that would be mine. Mental. Mental. <laughs> what would be yours? inspiring I guess yeah yeah, I'd agree with that it was really inspiring I mean we'll, I'm we'll not going to go out and start rock climbing but <laughs> um, it's definitely an inspiring story 
I think regardless of the fact that it's rock climb or whatever the challenge is, it's the fact that you can the stick to itness yeah. and the the sort of determination that this guy's got is whatever you want to achieve. Pretty incredible. Yeah. So as we say, it's about about Tommy Coldwell. It sort of says right from the start he's quite a underdeveloped kid. Yeah. So is he's a bit behind at school. Yeah, they describe him as shy and fragile and developmentally delayed. Yeah. Is the words they use, which are Whereas dad is yeah. a bodybuilder slash Body mountain climber, climber. Yeah. slash action man. Hunk of an outdoorsman. Even now he's still a hunk of an outdoorsman. And from a very young age, Tommy's dad's sort of taken him out on all these adventures. Yeah, he wasn't prepared to accept that Tommy was this delayed kid. Because they happen to have these nas- this national, national park, park in, in the back, garden. Back garden. Yeah, basically. Um, he first climbed, started climbing in Yosemite when he was six years old, it says in the film, which is mind-boggling. And by sort of 14, 15, yeah. he was better than his dad. Yeah, and better than most people, by the sounds of it. He... So it was quite an interesting bit, wasn't it? So it, again, it's just sort of context to the, to the challenge later. Uh, Tommy enters this climbing competition. Yeah. He's an unknown amateur. Complete, yeah, I don't know whether they undersold it, but basically in the film they're like, yeah, he's just turned up yeah, on the day. I think, yeah, that's how they made it look, whether that's actually true or not. And he won the like whole he thing. just turned up to watch it yeah. and then won the whole competition. They even they He won the Citizen's Day, which was the day for non-professional rock climbers, and then won the actual day against the actual rock climbers, which is... So he's a bit of a prodigy, <laughs> it's fair yeah. to say. Yeah, it seems like it. So... Whilst, whilst he's on this sort of this sort of competition circuit, he meets, yeah, that puts him on the circuit winning yeah. the competition. Uh, he meets a girl, doesn't he? Yes, a young, called Beth. young lady called Beth, who is very similar to him. She's like the female version of him. Yeah, she's quite shy and quiet and well. And yes, but they obviously bond over there. Yeah, rock they bond climbing. over their love of the rock, <laughs> not, not the actor or wrestler, but the rock. Well, the movie with Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. They bond over their love of mountains and rock climbing. It's like Nicolas Cage before it went really wrong. That's a great film. The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good film. It is a really good film. Never going to be on this podcast. No. <laughs> is it even on Netflix? Probably I'm, not. I have no idea. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, yeah. So, because they're both rock climbing prodigies, yeah. they get invited to go to an expedition to Kazakhstan. Yes. And this is in the year 2000. Yeah, so... We're talking, so that, that's the time frame we're at. Yeah. And I think they're around sort of what mid. T- I, I'm, I'm I guessing they're around they're like 16, 16 17, yeah. something like that. They're halfway up a cliff face, <laughs> so there's I think there's them and another climber, and then the guy who is kind of documenting yeah, the whole documentating. thing. I've just made up a word. You have it. It's a good word. I'm, I'm okay, sticking yeah. with it. Let's just <laughs> plough through. And um, they're halfway up a cliff face. Yeah. And suddenly they're getting shot at. Yeah. This it's the middle of the night and. The rock starts, bullet holes start appearing in the rock next to them. And, and the, at this point, this is God. I thought, well, this I wasn't expecting this. Because they're camping as well. They're camping hanging from the side of a Correct. mountain, yeah. which it comes up a lot in this film. I'd never seen that before. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, and they're getting shot out. And people are, it's quite clear that these people that are shooting them want them to come down from the mountain, which they do. And they're basically taken hostage by these <laughs> Kazakhstani rebels. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like... They're in out in the Middle East and they get taken hostage by a load of I presume I presume there's some sort of civil war going on or Yeah, he sort of says, doesn't he, that they're in sort of ongoing battles with the with the military. Yeah. And um they're kept hostage for six days. Yeah. Walking crazy. around the walking, mountains and climbing, walking, no food, no water. Yeah. It's it sounds pretty scary. For uh, a bunch of children basically children rock climbers. Yeah. 
And it, it, it turns out story. the captors don't really have a plan, though. That's how it no, seems. They, yeah, they seem to be just walking around in circles, not really knowing what's going on. So two of them leave, don't they? Yeah. Two of the captors leave not to be seen again. Yeah. Then another one leaves. Yeah, they kind of, they decide, they're like the remaining two captors, I think he said, decided to split up to yeah. see if they could get help yeah. or get rescued themselves because they, they were clearly lost at this point. So they're left to just being looked after by, looked after, <laughs> held. <laughs> held by one man. By one captor. Yeah. Um, and what does Tommy do? Well, they decide, the, the older one decides that, or the older two decide, they have a conversation about killing this guy. Yeah. Because they, they now grossly outnumber him. And that doesn't really pan out. And then Tommy pushes him off a cliff. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, just runs up behind him and pushes him off this cliff. For a 16-year-old kid to make that decision is yeah. terrifying. It must have been. It must have just, well, it did destroy him for a while. Yeah. A pretty pretty harrowing thing to have to do. Yeah, you just can't imagine it, can you? No. So know. they make make a break for it, don't they? Yeah, and they get they find this military camp and they get rescued and picked up and picked up and given food and water home. and clothes and sent back to America. So they become celebrities. Yeah. From that they they ended up on all sorts of chat shows and news yeah. shows and that's the first sign of them becoming uh, so I don't, I don't know. So maybe some of our American listeners maybe a lot more maybe yeah. be a lot more familiar with this story. I, but I had not heard of this certainly, story before. Yeah, um, I had no idea over here. In America, maybe it's maybe our American listeners can let us know. Yeah, Canadian listeners, anybody over that side of the yeah. Atlantic. That though is a mental story. Yeah, <laughs> it's, absolutely. That, that's a documentary in itself, and we have not even started this documentary yet. And I quite liked how this film was structured because it it moved from time period to time period yeah it kept yeah and I really liked I it just really liked them that. being on the wall and then being yeah. telling their history and then because the, the story of this film is this 19 20 day climb up this wall yeah and it, it flashes between that quite a bit yeah giving you sort of the back yeah background, the background story of, Tommy. of who Tommy is and so so it sort of leaves them with you know being in this media circus at, at this young age and and then sort of Comes back to again a bit more info on, on El Capitan. So you know they estimate it will take them two weeks to yeah to climb this route. It's three thousand feet. Three thousand foot monolith. He describes it as. Yeah. And one guy describes Yosemite as the mecca for rock climbing, and El Capitan as its crown jewel. So there, there is loads of climbing routes already on El Capitan. Yeah. Quite a lot of them have been were designed by Tommy. Yeah. And he was the first to do them. So he's he's not only. Uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison. So. In ter- we'll, we'll come on to shortly sort of how he sort of builds how good his physical attributes and what a sort of athlete he is yeah. but I can only sort of make a comparison that he's like not only is he, is he the Michael Jordan of climbing <laughs> in terms of athletic ability yeah. but he's also like the Einstein of climbing yeah because he know he knows it better than anybody by I, the sounds of this doc I, I don't know anything about rock climbing <laughs> but this documentary sold him as if he was the god of rock climbing and I I think the bit that maybe most impressed me about this story was how much work had to go into planning this route. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and working out yeah. every single well, they say step, at one point, foothold. It was, I think it's 2008 when he decides he needs to do this because a lot of stuff passes in his life before that and we've jumped forward a little bit. That's yeah. all right. We'll come back and yeah. catch up. It's fine. So he decides, he abseils down from the top. Yeah. Because so obviously abseiling is easier than climbing. And he spends a year just mapping the rock face in his head every day for a year. 
His dad goes up for a bit with him, yeah, doesn't he? Just yeah. to keep him company, and he basically maps this whole rock face. The process of from him deciding this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to try and climb this, yeah, this part of the cliff, this dawn wall, to them actually starting off on their climb, yeah, is six years. Yeah, <laughs> this project it's, is six years long. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's crazy to climb three this three thousand feet. Foot. To have that much dedication, yeah, it is. To have that much dedication to something, to dedicate your entire life to it for that amount of time is is crazy. It really is. But we've jumped. We have jumped forward because. So Tommy um, has got a partner, hasn't he? Yeah. During this climb, who is uh, a guy called Kevin Jorgensen. Yes. And they they start off. So they've split this climb into thirty two sections. Yes. Called pitches to use the climbing lingo. All of unbelievably. Harder difficulty. Yeah. And by the end of day one, they get to the end of section seven. Yes. So the first bit's obviously the easiest bit, yeah. you would think, anyway. And that's kind of where we leave them for the first part of the Yeah. Climb. So then it, it shoots back to 2000, 2002 kind of time. Yeah. So uh, Tommy has moved in with Beth, the, the lady who went to yeah. the Kazakhstan expedition with them. She's sort of very close to him obviously yeah they've got kind of a, like a ranch that they're building on yeah on, in Yosemite and what accident befalls him next <laughs> literally a year after he gets back from where was it K- Kazakhstan Kazakhstan he manages to chop one of his fingers off with a table saw yeah which I own a table saw and that is the most terrifying thing to think about doing and it is obviously so he basically loses it all the way down to the knuckle doesn't yeah. he on his Left hand, yeah, this is left. Left hand. hand, first finger next to the thumb, which is prime climbing finger. And, and he's told, "You're done. You're not going to climb again. You, you cannot possibly climb ever again because there's a special grip that you need to use where you tuck your thumb over your finger to give itself more power, yeah. and you can't do that because you haven't got that finger. You can't use your thumb. It's it's mental. You need your fingertips. You need your fingertips to get into to every climb. little crevice, yeah. and and you know these guys are pulling all their body weight. These up. guys hang their whole body weight off their fingertips. And he's got one less fingertip. And he now he's got one less fingertip. I love this next bit. So it's almost like a mini montage. Yeah. He's got, he's now so he's now got this nub. Yeah. And he's basically it's a montage of him doing all this nubber size. <laughs> nubber, nubber, good word. So you know he's he's literally lifting weights just with the nub. Yeah, because he's got to try and strengthen it. He's got to try and. It's, it's this footage of him mashing it into. Dirt and yeah, and he's basically trying to develop the nerves that would be in his fingertips into yeah. the nub, so the nub, the nerves come back to life, yeah. and he, he has this feeling in it. It's just <laughs> the dedication insane. this guy's got is insane. It's, it's absolutely mad. So bear in mind now, for the rest of this film, everything he does, he has one less finger than the than anybody else who's ever tried it. It's so between he's sort of reteaching himself how to climb, and Beth's helping him. Yeah, you know, they're starting off small. There's again, there's footage of them sort of working up various difficulties and heights of yeah. rocks, boulders. At the, at the beginning, you can't even climb up like one handheld. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He's literally it, restarting from afresh. Um, and so in this time period, I think I think I've got it down as sort of 2002 to 2007. Yeah. He climbed, they get, they've got a house, a, a sort of cottage in, in Yosemite. Yeah. And he climbs all the existing routes up yeah. El Capitan. Conquers them every, there's 15. He climbed every single one. And he breaks speed records yeah. for most of them. Didn't they say he did two in one day yeah. at one point? Yeah. Which, when you consider this film, that that's crazy. 
And there's a guy, for context, there's a guy at sort of a to- in one of the talking head bits. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's, he's, he's tagged as like climbing legend yeah. or something. And he basically says, this guy's Tommy, he's doing stuff that no one ever's yeah, done impossible. before. Basically it shouldn't be possible. Shit, yeah. And then he invented a load of new routes up there Yeah. Um, with Beth. They get married and then goes a bit sour. Yeah, she fucks off. <laughs> It's very eloquently put. Yeah, she she leaves him for another man. Yeah, is what she does, uh, which again destroyed him again. Yeah, so three times already he's been crushed. So he, as you said earlier, he just heads up El Capitan. This is the catalyst he needs to goes and sleeps in his, his tent, life. hanging off yeah. the face of it for a couple of days. Yeah. So this is two thousand and eight, and uh, decides he's going to climb the dawn wall. Yeah. This is the point where he thinks if this can be done. I'm going. To, obviously, at this point, he doesn't know he can do it if it can be done or not. If it can be done, I'm going to be the one who does it, and he completely dedicates his entire life to it. This is the bit made me chuckle because then there's a few shots in this where they sort of zoom back from the cliff itself, yeah, and they like superimpose all these uh, sort of golden like roots up the yeah yeah or potential roots up the cliff face, and and the shots of Tommy looking at it is almost like beautiful mind shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like calculating you can see them all in his head, equations all and, and all these pitches, and so that did tickle me quite a bit. <laughs> um, and then it cuts back to the. The actual um, expedition up the up the cliff. Yeah. And um, your notes are in a lot more order than mine. That's <laughs> fine. I to just try and get it straight in my head. So so they get up to sort of the first three days are relatively smooth. Yeah. And then again, something I hadn't even considered. So they get to about day four or five, and there's a storm. Yeah, it's day four. Temp- temperature drops. Seventy-five mile an hour winds. So they bed in. Yeah. They're getting swung like a pendulum back yeah, and forth. These tents hang from the side of the mountain, yeah. from the tops. So obviously the bottom's unprotected. So yeah. You're swinging out and swinging back against the cliff constantly. Do you think you'd? Would no. you have a night in a tent? Like that? <laughs> no. I don't even like sleeping in a tent on the ground. It baffles me that people want to do this, but this film tells you exactly why people do it, and it's. But the next day was even worse. Yes, it because was. the it was a lovely day for climbing. It was clear. Sun's coming out. Yeah. Starts to melt all the snow that's and, and ice, ice that's been dumped the, there by the storm. It's performed on the top of Val Capitan. And they're basically being rained down upon by deadly daggers. ice missiles. Daggers of ice missile, yeah. It's great. They were literally whistling past their ears at unknowable speed. Yeah. Any one of them could have just killed them, <laughs> you would think. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And there's some shots of that which are brilliant of these ice particles just falling down this mountain yeah like huge chunks of ice yeah huge and then it, it, we sort of leave leave the the exhibition again and you get all the backstory and a bit of a um, bit of knowledge about kevin who's kevin jorgensen who's a uh, tommy's climbing partner so he was a boulderer another thing which boulderer. i didn't know existed i didn't know anything about this either and then somebody i know yesterday went oh i went bouldering at the weekend it's most obviously great. meant to be what we're doing <laughs> this this week huh? yeah so, so what's a boulderer a boulderer they climb boulders basically anything up to 30 feet high but it's like round rocks any you know what a boulder is it's just a great big rock and they try and climb them instead of he's never he, he doesn't climb anything higher than 30 feet and he's never climbed a rock he's never been rock climbing he's never done a free he's climb he's never like done this. a free climb like this ever. even one but Tommy decides that he's the right guy for the job he, he just because he, Kevin just texts him. Yeah, he just he says, "Do you want? Do you, you want a partner?" Name. I've heard you're trying to do the dorm wall. Do you want a partner? Yeah. So this must have been huge in the the niche niche yeah. world of climbing because all through this, there's sort of spinning magazine shots of yeah. like 
front pages of bouldering weekly Weekly, and 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 free climbing monthly and stuff like that and and the headlines are all like is coldwell trying to come up with this crazy route and so everyone knows what he's trying to do everyone knows what he's trying to do and then he takes on this partner because you can't do it on your own no because what what basically happens is they climb a bit rope in yeah the next guy comes up yeah. So they're they are safely attached yeah. to the to the ropes that are, and the pegs that they've put in. There's thirty seven pitches on this route that but, Tommy designed. But you're pulling yourself up all the all yeah. the way. The rope's just there to catch you if you slip. Yeah, so basically the first person gets to the pitch, hooks it up, and then the first, second person follows and you go from there. So you are always attached to the rock, but the, you, there's not a rock there's not like a rope at the top that you're yeah. climbing up. Coldwell is like I I've put there, he's like a rock climbing Yoda. <laughs> because yeah. he he basically trains Jorgensen up at this point, isn't it? Yeah, from scratch. Yeah, this guy's not from um, Yosemite. He's, he's never. Mary, to, he's from Santa Rosa, yeah, California. He's it's, never had to carry a tent up a mountain. No, he's never. He couldn't pitch the tent on the yeah, mountain. He, he got stuck between it. <laughs> he got stuck in the tent at one point. Yeah, there's, there's, the weight of it as well was described at one point. It was phenomenal weight that they had to carry up, and it's crazy. I'm going to keep saying it all the way through, but it is crazy. And then, and then it, we go back through. So again, continuing through the years, just it, the process of Coldwell trying to work out this route yeah so together they worked they worked together for a long time obviously yeah. before they try this yeah and they designed this is five six years of training him up so they have to avoid bears yeah they both get a couple of injuries yeah uh, in the meantime tommy meets another another yeah. lady called becca yeah and it's just practice 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 yeah and then it's all kind of going all right on the climb until they get to pitch number 15 yeah where they've got to go sideways, <laughs> yeah, traversing this cliff face, so with virtually no nowhere to hold on. Basically, yeah, th- that bit was mental, wasn't it? It was like there's nothing there, and you're not going up anymore. So going up is obviously hard, but going down and sideways is virtually impossible because. So that what 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 it is is they they get so far up, and then there's no there's, there's not a path above them. It's like glass, yeah. But there is a potential path. I think they said three hundred. 300 feet, yeah, it was. To the left. Feet. Yeah. So they don't have to go across. To get to the way to get to the next going up again. potential path all the way up. Again, for people in the rock climbing world, yeah. they're saying this is this is the hardest thing anyone's yeah. ever done. Yeah. In the, terms of level of difficulty. This, I didn't catch the rock climbing expert guy's name either, but he says at one point that there's more difficult pitches on this one climb than there are on every other climb altogether on El Capitan. It's, it's literally the impossible climb. So, so they're both struggling to to do this traverse. Yeah. They both have multiple attempts at it, but Tommy Coldwell makes it eventually. Yeah. Uh, whereas Kevin Jorgensen's really struggling. So and you said, Kevin says at one point, they practiced this particular part for 100 days and he never did it. Yeah. And so obviously they have to move on, but he's never done this before the actual climb that they're on. He practiced it for 100 days. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> no, it's... It's craziness, and uh, by at this point, the the media is starting to build up. Yeah, the media circus. This this story is trying starting to get some real traction. Yeah, you know, there's there's updates on the morning news because and the think, crowds gathering at the bottom in the meadow. Not to be cynical, but you think the news have turned up because they think they're going to fail at this point. Tom, Tommy's Tommy's got over the sideways traverse, yeah. and Kevin can't do it. Yeah, so he tries constantly, constantly for three days. Yeah. So you, basically the rules are you try, if you fall, you have an hour's break to recover, then you try again. And he did that constantly for three days. Over, Tears his fingers during, to shreds. During the it? night as well. Yeah. And 
it's not like, well, we'll go to sleep now for eight hours. It's You just keep trying. And his fingers, both of their fingers, are, they don't even look like fingers. No. They're, they're bigger at the ends than they are. <laughs> they're bigger at the tips than they are anywhere else. And they're all shredded and ripped and swelled. And It was interesting how they were, cause, um, they were saying it was sometimes it's a lot easier to climb at night because it's yeah, colder. it's colder. So you get a better grip. There's less moisture on the rock. Yeah. And you're... Cause it's pitch black. All yeah. they've got is their head they're torches talking. on, so they can literally only look at what the yeah, grip, only see the, what they're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I, I must have been so. Str- I, I I did remark it to my wife when we were watching it. I was like, imagine how quiet and still and strange yeah. it must just. It must be eerie because yeah. they're really high up as well at this point. I didn't catch how far they were. Up. Well, yeah, roughly, roughly just but, under halfway. Yeah, they've got to be about halfway. So it's fifteen hundred feet up above the tree line, above everything else, hanging in the middle. And these grips that they're holding, they're not like. Like you see, rock climbing grips. They're tiny millimeter long bits of rock that their fingertips yeah, are they're like razor sharp and yeah, and they're sharp at, as well at points. And it's literally just the tips of their fingers that they're yeah. holding on with, trying to move these sideways. little cracks and crevices and oh, boggling, mind boggling. And this is the real drama of this of and the real sort of bit that this film hinges on. Really, is that Jorgensen can't Do finish it. this traverse. Yeah, and why he's not being able to do it Tommy isn't climbing correct so Tommy's stopped because you've got a, you've got a rope up the other one to be, yeah. support so him Tommy and... has to wait for him yeah so he's not climbed anything for three days so he's losing his fingers are healing but he's losing his adrenaline maybe and, and things like that it's it's not a good thing to sit and wait for somebody on the side of a mountain no so they've got a tough decision to make yeah so Tommy decides to press on yeah, they decide Ultimately. to it decides to go on without him for a few pitches to see if he can do it. So Kevin's allowed to go with him. Yeah, he's his rope man basically. He's rope man basically. So he just he follows Tommy's ropes and gets over to the next yeah. point. And but he can upsail up and down yeah, and yeah, do whatever he wants yeah. as long as he isn't doing the climb himself. And and Tommy sort of presses on. He does he does the next um, few pitches. Yeah. Um, there's there's one that they have to do where again there's. And this was just okay. It's explained in real layman's terms to people like us who are watching yeah. this sort of thing for the first time. There's there's a bit again that they spent ages trying to practice where they literally have to launch themselves. I think it's like seven or eight, eight feet, feet yeah. from a ledge to grab onto again a tiny, tiny little, little fingertip ledge to pull themselves up onto the jump next bit sideways across. And Coldwell never made it in practice, do not it. once. He, he even built a rig on his house. Like he had two, the same distance the same distance to see if he could jump it and he couldn't do it he couldn't do it so, so he couldn't nail the landing he decides so and, this is how good he is yeah he whilst he's on the rock plots a 200 foot downward De- circle detour basically detour he around this jump underneath downwards so he climbs down down which, under and then up climbing down seems impossible and it said basically says in the film it's impossible Climbing downwards is mental to even think about climbing downwards. So he did this loop. It was 200, 200 foot feet. Yeah. To go eight foot across. Yeah. To go around the eight foot jump that he couldn't do. <laughs> we're, we're both just looking at each other like boggly eyed. It's mad. So, but he does it. Yeah. He gets around this. And again, this, this talking head, this, this, the climbing legend guy is just like, this, this is. We're in another world. You can't believe what you're seeing. This is changing everything. This is not possible. And Coldwell eventually makes it up to the end of pitch number 18, which is really significant. So it's a little landmark called Wino Tower. Wino Tower is pitched, yeah. And 
it's basically a shelf of rock. It's the first horizontal piece of rock on the mountain. Yeah, so it's, and it's big enough for him to sit down, lie lie yeah, on it, and, and it, it is also, significant because it's the end of the hardest yeah, bit of the climb. Yeah, it's and he gets really emotional, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets there and he's like, he's like he knows now that I'm he's going to he's going to do it. Yeah, because once you've got to Wino Tower, you know the rest of it's not easy, but relative, relative him, isn't it? compared to what it was, he, he knows he's going to complete it, but. He gets really emotional and decides that he doesn't want to do it if Kevin isn't doing it with him. Yeah. So he's not a very good communicator, is he? And this no, is quite not. sweet, this is. So yeah, they're is. back in the, the tent or hanging off the edge of the yeah. of the cliff and he sort of mumbles and he does... I don't, I don't know how Kevin got from what Tommy said. Cause just because he'd been with him for so long, <laughs> yeah. he, knew, he could understand him. But I don't know how he got from what he said. I'm going to wait and support you and we're not you know I'm not going any higher until until you catch you up. catch me up so they decide to go but back that's what they did yeah so they decide to go back to 15 a few days to back to 15 yeah <laughs> Kevin's hands have obviously had time to heal he has a new few more goes he has a few more goes Tommy drops his phone now this is significant because the media are contacting him he's got his phone on the side of the mountain and the media are contacting him yeah, so they're doing various interviews, interviews on the phone. And, yeah, and while, they're, while they're on downtime. And he drops it. Now, Jorgensen basically Kevin's says... Kevin's like, there's no way he's dropped that phone. You dropped it, you, in yeah. inverted commas. You just, you want to cut off all ties now yeah. and we're doing this between the two of us. Because Tommy's happiest when he's just yeah. on the mountain. On the mountain. So I thought that was really interesting. That Especially when he's been through what he is and he's had that media, media circus before, before, when he was younger. Yeah. And... He probably, if that was bringing back sort of memories associated with that, I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Or or he felt it was ruining his focus and what. But yeah, it was an interesting decision for him to drop his phone. So his his wife and his son turn up as well at that point because they know he's right near the end. So it gets to day 16 on the climb and Kevin finally does it. Yeah. He manages to pull all of his resources together. So eight days Kevin's been on that bit. Yeah, eight days of not climbing. Or attempting or that same attempting, bit. Attempting, yeah, attempting it. There was a few days where he gave up on it, but he does it and he starts to go through the pitches slowly and he gets to this jump. And the same, so this the is same the same jump that Tommy, that Tommy went do. 200 foot round. round. And it, he nails nailed it. it. He yeah. absolutely nailed it. He did the jump. It didn't tell you how many time, how many goes he had at it, but it didn't seem like it had been many. And yeah, so and so that means he catches up. At the three days, and from there, three days later... Yep. Done. Day, Done. Day, 19, day 19. They top out. feet to go on the day and they top out and they get to the top. And it's, it's, it, I like the bit on the last morning. So they never, they've only got this little bit left to do. Yeah. And, and the, again, there's a shot of them in the tent and the sun's coming up and, and they both sort of say to each other, should we just stay one more day? <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't, don't, don't want to finish. They don't want to go back to the real world. They've, yeah. they've had these 19 days up on this mountain. Even Tommy's ex-wife showed up at the end as yeah. well. She was even there to Beth watch was them back. Yeah. Beth was back. And uh, yeah, so they, the crowd go completely mental to see them doing it. There's people at the top and at the bottom. It's t- 2015, so seven years after Tommy decided he wanted to do it, he did it. Seven years. Yeah. Dedicated a vast portion of his life to yeah, it. Amazing crazy. story. Absolutely amazing it's, story. It's absolutely. And it, there's one more twist to this story. Go on. Right at the very end... They're telling you what happens afterwards, and it turns out the rebel that Tommy killed survived. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that was just like what the fuck? You cannot write a script no. that good. You cannot. The rebel survived the fall down the mountain, and that is that's crazy times because that's the ending of a film right there. That's not an ending of a documentary. That's a film ending, and that blew my mind. Yeah. But, 
yeah it, it was a great great story it really was I, I would say it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen yeah and it was riveting it really it was, was. Riveting. And I didn't want it to end and I, again I, I had no knowledge of this story of this no, event I'd never it, heard of Tommy like Cole I'd never heard of I'd never even heard of the Dawn War yeah Maybe, uh, maybe different for, like, say, for some of our American listeners, if this yeah, was I'm sure. quite a big story at the time. But um, certainly, no, nothing over here. <laughs> this did not. Can you let us know if you're in America and you're listening? Please just tweet us at bots underscore podcast yeah. and let us know if if you'd heard of this story before. Because yeah. we we think this is pretty recent history. We're only a, going back sort of four years. Yeah, it's not that long. We we picked this film as at the bottom of the stream on Netflix in the UK, but in America, it's just like trending at the top of Netflix. So I'm really interested to know. If this story is, if this guy is like stupidly famous over there, because I'd never heard of him, I'd, I'd never. Or is even it just a niche Capistan. thing? And it's, is it just a niche? Is it niche, a niche thing in the and, rock and you've community? Gone, and you might listen and you've gone, oh yeah, do, actually, yeah, I do, do remember, that, remember name. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, I'd be really interested to know that. So yeah, let us know. So now is a difficult bit. Is it? It is for me. Okay. Well, where does this sit compared to everything else we've watched? <laughs> Because it's totally different. So we're going we're going into the stream table now. So the stream table, if you've not listened to anything before, is where we we don't rate films. We rank films on a table. So yeah. everything we go, we put them in order of how much we would recommend them. So they're all relative to each other. Yeah, they are. But this one's weird because it's. I, I I would hundred percent recommend you go and watch it. This is. I was thinking on my drive home from work yesterday. This is the first film we've watched that I would recommend to everybody I know. Yeah. Everybody I know would get something out of this film because it is an inspiring story yeah. and it's beautifully shot and it's 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 like a film yeah. and this is the first one we've watched that I would uh, I think you have to be pretty stone hearted to, to not get something yeah. out of this yeah I agree I, say, I, I, I agree I think uh, that's a really good way of putting it I would definitely recommend this film yeah. to anyone everybody this is a great there's, hour and a half there's no spent way watching this there's no way this film should be at the bottom of the stream this, this should be Netflix should be screaming to the rafters about this but but go on what was inspiring about this is the story yeah it's a good documentary is it a great film how do you how do you fit it in this with was, everything this else this is the issue I was thinking we were going to have when this came out because you, can you compare a documentary to a film and by putting this in the bag we've decided that we have to yeah so the fact that we've already made that decision I think this is number one on our table oh okay yeah Interesting. See, I, I kind of thought it either has to go be, go at number one, or or you put it around sort of three ish. Because was it as much fun as the top couple? It depends what you're going into it for. But this is the issue we're going to have going forward with the stream table that films don't compare to each other, and we've made this decision. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And because we, I think because we've made that decision, we have to judge it on how much we enjoyed this. I enjoyed this film more than any of the others we've seen. It's great. But it's great at number one. <laughs> we'd recommend it to anyone yeah exactly that that's, was my that, point that's, that's it's, enough it's got to go at number one I think because the Little Evil which is there now is a great film it's I know a, people who won't like that though exactly and I think Little Evil has its place as a really good film but The Dawn Wall is a really well made piece of art art it really is and life <laughs> it is and I think it has to go at number one yeah yeah let's do it new winner New number one. Who'd have thought it? So get yeah. out there and watch it. Yeah, go and watch the Dawn Wall. Please go and watch it because it is an inspiring story and it's really fucking good. <laughs> I can't say any more than that. Yeah, look for the Dawn Wall. But look look for Dawn, Dawn Wall the film, not Dawn Wall the actress. Yeah, there's an actress called Dawn Wall. I don't know if she's as difficult to conquer. <laughs> 
I don't know. If but, Dawn uh, Wall's listening, we're getting to it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely check it out. It, it, it's great. Yeah, it it's is. an hour and a half it's long, and it's 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 worth your time. Inspiring. It's completely worth your time, and even if you're not into rock climbing, which I'm not, I feel like I've learned a lot about rock climbing that I didn't know, and I'm inspired by it. And his story is fascinating. I might even buy his book. He's written a book. I might even buy that to take on my holidays. Are you going to be scaling the side of your house next time? I <laughs> think my house would hold up. <laughs> yes, number one. Good. So, are we going to pick next week's film? Yeah, let's and do then it. after we've done that, we've got a bit of an announcement. Yeah. As well, so stay tuned. So, I've opened the randomizer, and I'm going to press the button. Just picked a film called Bottom of the World. Okay. That's very different from the top of a mountain. <laughs> so. I had to look at it twice and think, that's not the same thing, is it? So let's see what bottom of the world is. It's Australia from here. True. Very true. So bottom of the world is a 2017 film as a 15 and is a, described as a drama mystery thriller. So the synopsis. Yeah, go for ready? it. Yeah. It says the mysterious disappearance of a young woman leads her boyfriend on a journey for truth and perhaps his own unknown reality in this dark hypnotic mystery that transcends the limitations of traditional narrative. Okay. Sounds arty. Would you like to watch the trailer? Yeah, let's do it. Where the hell are we? I don't know. Small town, like a million others. You can't not stay here. You go get the vibes and uh, I'll get us a room. What is the worst thing that you've ever done? Well, I, I took the five finger discount on these. <laughs> is that not what you meant? Scarlet? I thought I heard someone. Who? Hmm, what are you talking about? I heard someone talking to me. Guy on TV? I know outside. Scarlett. He's trying to tell me something. I think I know him. So let's just go. We'll be in LA by morning. Ah. Scarlett. Ah. You just need a doctor. I don't think there's a doctor for that. Ah. What? <laughs> of course, maybe she's just sleepwalking. Is that girl a sleepwalker, Alex? She ain't living by the rules of the Lord. Where are you? In there. In where? With you. Hey, down. I wake up and I feel like I'm still in a dream. I don't think you or any of this is real. Do I look familiar to you at all? Couldn't say. This is real, you and me. Nothing else matters. Just ignore whatever's going on out there. You got the shares out there, son. Is she here? Scarlet! Tell me, is this real? <gasps> Tell me what this is. No, okay, 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 it's a dream! Yes, it is all a dream. But you ain't dreaming nothing. This is hell. We're in hell, aren't we? You've been running around with my daughter, haven't you? Scarlet's father's dead. Why are you acting like you don't know me? Are you starting to feel it then? <laughs> what is this? I want answers. Why are you lying? Alex. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Tell 
That was the longest trailer ever. <laughs> that was interesting. Looks weird. I think it does it, look weird. I think it'll be fun. Looks trippy. It looks fun. It's it's got a creepy church clergyman slash father in it, which of course it has. Again, it's a recurring theme with some of our films. Yeah, so uh, give that a watch, and we'll come back next week to talk about it. Bottom of the world, but will it be bottom, bottom of, of the, the street? Oh, nice, good little tagline. That so that'll come next Monday, but we've got a bit of a special episode coming this Thursday. Going all bonus, aren't we? We're going all bonus episode because we've done ten episodes. We thought we'd celebrate, so we're going to do a special bonus episode on Thursday. Basically, telling us a bit more about telling you a bit more about who we are, about what we do, who we are, what bottom of the stream is, and we're going to tell that by listing our favourite films on Netflix. And we've come up with some rules and some categories, and we're going to we'll give a go delve into who we are a little bit more about awesome. who are who as film lovers who we are. So catch that on Thursday. Catch Bottom of the World on Monday, and uh, we will see you then. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>